Hi, this is Dana Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling, where we explore the lives of people who have been called to various types of ministries in their churches and in their communities. Today, we're here with Marcy Milligan, who is a guidance counselor with Putnam County School System. Introducing you to local church and community leaders, The Calling. Welcome, Marcy. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. So I'm interested in knowing a little bit about your childhood. What was it like growing up as Marcy or Marsha Milligan? Or what was your maiden name? Um, I'm sorry. I, as I grew up, um, Marcy McCormick. Okay. And it this has just been a day of like funny moments because whenever you sent directions to Stone Calm, mm-hmm. um, this is the road I grew up on. Um, Old Sparta Road is where I grew up. Um, I lived with my my sweet mama and my grandpa, and we lived about a mile and a half down this road. And my mom took care of my grandfather, um, and for the care that she gave him, we were able to live there. And so um, it's it was just such a kind of coming home moment because I haven't really returned to that home since my mom passed oh, away. Wow. So growing up um, with my mom was. I grew up with a single parent with a mama that could um, make an amazing chocolate cake (laughs) or she could turn around and fix the washing machine Um, or she could mow the yard and weed eat. Um, She was kind of like one stop shopping. She could do it all. And so um, I remember growing up trying to figure out if I was going to be able to do all those things. You had a very strong female role model. Very strong, very strong. She was um, tough as nails, but warm and gentle. um, But she just didn't put up with a whole lot. Right. What are some of the things that you remember about her particular lessons or or sayings that she might have? Oh, my gosh. So I think as you go through childhood, um, sometimes you're invited to do things like there's always like that first sleepover. And sometimes you're like, oh, I want to be with my friends, but I don't know about that whole. Okay. So as you progress and you grow up a little bit, sometimes there are things that come along in life and somewhere inside you, you say, I don't know if I need to do that. I don't know if I need to get in that car with that friend. And so I can remember looking at my mom a couple of times when maybe I was middle school aged or early high school and saying, mom. Would you just say I can't do that? And that way I'll have a built-in excuse. And I won't have to, like, lose my credibility, so to speak. And I remember my mom saying this to me. She said, you need to make some decisions. And you need to decide what's right and what's wrong. Wow. And so she just took that and put that right back in my lap. And... I'm not even sure, as an adult now, about to turn 50, I'm not even sure that my brain was developed enough to make all those good decisions that she expected me to make. But I think the lesson there was that she trusted me enough to start down the path of making those decisions. And I fully think that if I had made the wrong one, um, I think she had me by the back of the collar, so to speak, and I think she would have pulled me back. Um, but I also think that she was um, a good enough parent that she was willing to let me fall down some 
and see what it felt like. So um, that is a lesson that I've kind of carried with me is to make my own decisions. What a huge life lesson and what a good mama. Yeah, she was she was good. What are some of the favorite things that you remember doing growing up on Old Sparta Road? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I remember <laughs> learning to ride a bicycle with my Aunt Jean. Um, I had had a bicycle for a while, but it had training wheels. Yes. And so um, I really wanted to get rid of those training wheels. And so, you know, my mom had tried, but it just hadn't worked out. Mm-hmm. And so one Sunday afternoon, my, my Aunt Jean would come every Sunday afternoon, and we would all sit together and do whatever we did sometimes we might just you know she might have fallen asleep or something um but we we spent time together on sunday afternoon and so she said well i'll I'll help you learn to ride that bicycle and so she um she helped me get rid of those training wheels and so riding my bicycle was huge up and down the road um to visit friends at at different ends of the road and to um ever you know going to the friend was great but to get there, I had to go by a neighbor's house, and they had two dogs. Mm. And in my mind, they were like the meanest dogs alive. <laughs> there was a little black dog named Ben and a and a bigger, like, German Shepherd-like dog named Jeff. And um, Ben and Jeff would take off chasing. And, mm. and there came me learning how fast I could pedal <laughs> if I could get away from Ben and Jeff. <laughs> And so um, those were good times. Those were good times. And then ultimately, um, as I was growing up, my mom also started taking care of my great uncle. That was my grandfather's brother. Mm -hmm. And so he was there, too. And he was, um, my grandfather had had a stroke. My great uncle was a little bit more agile, Mm -hmm. even though he was in his 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, So he became the... um, sitting on the front porch, babysit the kitten, you know, that you have from the barn and um, playing hide and seek games. And, you know, he he didn't really get up and seek, but he'd go, were you it? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I remember one time we were playing hide and seek and I, he got under the bed. Oh, it was a high bed, you know, wow. and my mom was um, not that happy with me oh no that's some serious hide yeah, and seek that's some serious yes. he hid under the bed and um <laughs> it was a matter of getting my 90 something year old great uncle out from under the bed but he, he went along willingly you know good times um, it was a good time good time it was good i'm dana hornby and you're listening to the calling after a short break more conversation with marcy milligan I'm Dana Hornby. You're listening to The Calling. We're here. We're back with Marcy Milligan, who is a guidance counselor with Putnam County Schools. Marcy, you have such wonderful childhood memories. It almost sounds picture perfect. And uh, now as a guidance counselor, you see a lot of hard things, I'm sure, in your daily uh, work. So tell us, how did you get from uh, growing up with ideal moments of riding your bike down the street and playing hide and seek under the bed to a place where you're giving so much of your heart every day to the kids of Putnam County. When I graduated from college, um, my degree was in psychology, and I really had this idea that I wanted to work with um, older people um, that um, I didn't really know what that was going to look like because people have this idea that when you graduate from college, you really know what you're doing and 
<clears throat> a lot of times you don't. And so um, for whatever reason that didn't work out, I just didn't find that magical job where I was able to work with older people in, in whatever setting I thought might have worked out. And I don't know. It was just one of those things where I started doing um, some individual counseling work. Um, I ended up going back and getting my master's. And um, as I was doing that individual counseling work, I, I really saw that I felt really comfortable talking to young people. And um, it was one of those things where everything just kind of fell into place. My internship fell into place. Um, then the school that I ultimately um, got a job as, not as a school counselor, but in a grant-funded position, it just worked. Um, and then ultimately I was able to get a, a job as a school counselor in the town that I live in, which was just near and dear to my heart. And so I ended up as a middle school counselor, which um, a lot of people kind of go, Ooh, I don't know if I'd like that, um, because it's not an easy age to be and it's not an easy age to be around <laughs> and so um i just i don't know it was almost like it fell into place and and then when i got there it seemed to fit mm. and so um i had i'd moved to monterey in 1994 and and i was lucky enough to be able to work at a middle school that was opening there in 2001 um, in a brand new building and in a brand new office and um, kids who were really excited to be in this brand new uh, school that they were going to get to be in. And so um, it just all kind of worked out. How do you how do you see your calling as a social worker or as a guidance counselor in the school system? Hmm. Well. Some days my calling is different. Um, okay, it's it's different a lot of days. Some days I'm like um, a fireman mm -hmm. um, who is putting out or extinguishing or dealing with situations. Um, some days I'm trying to find resources for a family. Um, some days I'm I'm calling my pastor and saying, do you know where I can get food for this family? Do you know where I can get their lights turned on? Um, some days I'm just there to look and talk to a young person and think in my mind, oh, my gosh, I had those same fears. I had those same feelings of not being accepted. I remember when I got that terrible perm. And I felt like everybody laughed at me. I'm waiting for 80s hair to come back. Well, I, I don't know if it's going to make a resurgence. Um, but I, you know, and so I try to draw on my, my own experiences. I remember back to that moment in sixth grade in math when I, I couldn't do it. And I remember my sweet mama coming to school and sitting down and talking to the teacher and saying, you know, what are we going to do? And so... I want, you know, a lot of times when I'm talking to somebody that's struggling in math or struggling in reading, I look at them and I, I let them know my struggles. And sometimes somebody might say, oh, you don't need to be so personal. You don't need to divulge that information. Um, but I want them to know that I struggled, but I made it. Yes. You know, I I made it. And it was, it was not always easy, um, but it was worth it. Mm -hmm. And so 
it, it kind of helps me if they're willing to listen. Sure. <laughs> and and I hope they know that I'm always willing to listen. Do you see a persistent or frequent need among the kids in our school systems? One thing as opposed to another? I think sometimes they don't know how to communicate because okay. maybe they're not communicated with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is that age old, I want to be accepted. I want people to like me. I want to have friends. And sometimes that's really hard to get around. And um, as as a person that I don't want to see somebody else hurting, you know, I if somebody doesn't have somebody to sit with at lunch, if a student doesn't have someone to sit with, you know, I, I'll go in and sit with them. That doesn't fix it, though, right. because it's not me they want to sit with. Right. They want someone, one of their peers, to choose them. So I see that as huge, and it's and it's kind of age-old, and it continues. But going back to the communication part, I'm not really sure. A lot of my students, maybe their parents are in a place where they can't really communicate to their child the way they need to. And so um, a lot of times I see kids that they just don't know how to express themselves. They don't know how to get their feelings across. They don't know how to express, I need help. Right. I don't know how to do this. And it may not be a math problem. It may be, how do I handle that my mom's incarcerated? Yeah. So for our listeners out there, what is something that we can do to help our kids in the Putnam County school system? Besides buying school supply lists. Mm. Gosh. That's that's a hard one in some ways because um, this world that we live in, you know, I think I think people are scared to develop relationships. Um, I think they're afraid of, oh, what if, what if, what if. Um, but relationships, that is truly what makes a difference. So go to a ball game. Go to a ball game. Yeah. Um, go to a basketball game. Um, for your neighbor's kids. For your for the yeah. kids in your neighborhood, you know, if if you're if you've got kids in your neighborhood that are selling something to raise money for their school for their ball team, um, you don't have to buy something, but you can talk to them mm-hmm. and you can say, you know, um, what's good about school these days? Yeah. What, what what don't you like about it? Um, just making them feel heard yeah. and making them feel like somebody cares about them. And they're, they're worthy of being cared about. I'm Dana Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling. We'll be right back after a short break. We're back with The Calling. I'm Dana Hornby, and we're here today with Marcy Milligan, who is a guidance counselor with the Putnam County Schools. And Marcy, we are at the segment of our show where we do the top five questions. So I will ask you five questions, and you'll have the option to pass or plead the fifth on one of them. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm this ready. is my favorite part of this show. Okay. What is your favorite part of the day? Oh, gosh. I think it's in the morning. I usually get up. Um, I get up about 530, 540. Oh I have two um, cats outside that I call my herd. Yeah. And I go outside and feed them. And when the weather's nice, I get to sit outside while they're eating their breakfast and kind of just... 
enjoy that time outside. I think that's a, a favorite time because my husband's still asleep. Uh-huh. And so um, just being outside, listening to things. Very nice. What are your cat's names? Um, outside cats are Buddy mm-hmm. and Kitty Baby. Buddy and Kitty Baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we can't give a shout out to Buddy and Kitty Baby without giving a shout out to your husband. So what's his Correct. name? Keelan. Keelan. All Keelan. right. Shout out to Keelan. Um, okay. If you have a playlist, do you? I do. Okay. What's do. on your playlist? Oh my gosh. I, uh, um, a lot of different things. A song that I have been listening to a lot lately is Joy by, I think it's King and Country. Okay. And um, it, it just, it's just like that joy, the joy you have in God, the joy you have in spreading God's love. Um, that's one of my favorites right now. Um, Lauren Daigle, um, pretty much everything. Um, I think I told you a couple of Sundays ago, um, I bought her Christmas album last year and then this past Christmas I bought it again and I didn't, I was like, Oh, I have to have that. And didn't even realize I already had it on there. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, do you remember a favorite Christmas present? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a favorite Christmas present or if it just, as I think back to it, it just elicits a, a lot of good memories. Um, growing up, um, I have a sister who's 15 years older than me. And she, uh, my mom, whenever I was born, she was 42. And so she was an older mama. And so um, it was just, she didn't always know what was in style. <laughs> she didn't always know what was cool, mm-hmm. but my sister did. And yes. so I can remember growing up, my sister got me a Kermit the Frog. It wasn't a puppet. It was like it Velcroed around your arm, like Kermit's arms Velcroed oh, around wow. you. And so you could have him right there with you. And I loved the Muppets. And so I can remember a, a picture of me with Kermit on my arm. And I just, I loved that. That is such a cool gift. It was. It was just, it wow. was sweet. That's amazing. I would love a Kermit on my own. I know, a Kermit the Frog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Fourth question. And let's see. If you were arrested for a crime, what would your family say that crime had been? Probably stealing someone's pet that I thought maybe was being mistreated. <laughs> Because I've I've kind of done that before. You have. You've stolen pants before. I've stolen a cat okay. before. Okay. And so I remember, thought, you can plead the fifth. I can, but yeah, like, but you're not going to. This is like out to the world. Okay. So. She has stolen a cat that I thought was, and I don't. I think they were okay with it. Yeah. And so they wanted their cat to be stolen. Yeah, I had watched the situation <laughs> for a while, and I felt like there wasn't good care being done, and so I just, you know, you just was in college. Yeah. And, so, yeah, I everybody think, does that, right? I think right? that's what they would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Okay. Um, last question. What's the cleanest joke you know? I, I'll i be honest. I'm terrible with jokes. So, I mean, it would be like, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side, to go shopping? Oh, yeah. Here you go. It's a classic. To go to Walmart. Yeah. I don't know. I like the shopping. Shopping, absolutely. probably. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're listening to The Calling. I'm Dana Hornby. We'll be back in a moment.
We're back with The Calling, and today our guest is Marcy Milligan, Guidance Counselor for Putnam County Schools, and Marcy would like to share a motivational moment. All right. Um, Pastor Dana, the scripture I chose is Romans 8, 38, 39, and before I got here, um, I went to a, a little shop to pick something up, and there was this huge sign above one of the doorways, and it was the scripture. And so I was like, hmm, so maybe that's a little nudge, you know, a God nudge. Um, and so Romans um, 8, 38, 39, I think this is the English Standard Version. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so as I read that, I started thinking, and and I just I scrabble, scribbled down these words. Um, life is hard. Um, it's harder sometimes than others. We get so overwhelmed. We get fearful. And we get scared because of big things or little things or even huge things, situations where we become ashamed or we are shamed by something and we withdraw from the world as much as we can. We go to places that aren't always good. They may be lonely places, dark places where we think we can't be seen or heard. We retreat from the world. But God, he just never retreats from us. And doesn't that feel good? Like really good to know that you are so loved. No matter if you think you deserve it or not. God's love is so complete and all-encompassing that it's impossible at times to wrap your mind around. So remember... You're never alone in this world. God's hand is outstretched to hold yours, and you can grab on and never let go. Thank you, Marcy, for being here today. Thank you for the work you do with our students in the Putnam County School System, and thank you for sharing your story today on The Call.